0: This is your time to Lit Up with Angela Breidenbach. Lit Up is lighting up the literary world with book reviews, in-depth expert interviews, and ideas for you to design a lucrative writing career. Expand your imagination to enhance your life. Lit Up is always family friendly, always good for your heart. Now here is your host to
1: Lit Up, Angela Breidenbach. Well hi everybody, I'm so delighted you can be with me today because I get to explore with my guest Teresa Rowe the important part of creatives lives and that is physical movement, physical health and being able to rely on your body to do your creativity. One of the things I believe deeply is that we have to keep physically fit in order to be mentally fit, and to be able to do what we have been born to do, and that is to create. And that is whether it is writing, whether it's music, whether it's movies, whether it's nonfiction, whether it's sculpting and painting, I don't care what your creativity is. In fact, I had men, you all have heard lately that my my kitchen's being remodeled. I've had men in my home working their craft, their creativity. Very, very physically, they're putting in cupboards, they're putting in flooring, and I've had the ability to ask them, why do you do what you do? And I had the neatest answers. The fellow who was putting in my flooring, and he was working on the steps at the time, I said, why do you do what you do? And he said, oh, he said, you know, I can give you a great example. The example is that when I'm out working on this barn, it's a complete dive, You know, he says, I can take places that are complete dives and I see the transformation. Now, tongue in cheek, I'm laughing because my kitchen looked like a complete dive at the time, (laughs) but the beauty of the fact that he could see transformation happening, and isn't that why we're creatives? We want to either transform something in a physical sense or transform somebody's heart or mind educational opportunity in a a literal sense for them mentally or spiritually but in order to do that we need our physical selves to be the best that they can be if we're always in pain if we're always um, out of breath if we're always incapable physically of doing the demands of our creativity of our jobs then we fail in the ability to provide what it is that God has given us to provide to the world. So I am delighted to have with me today my guest, Teresa Rowe. She is has written the book Shaped by Faith: 10 Secrets to Strengthening Your Body and Soul. And she has three DVDs that go with that: Shaped by Faith Pilates for the Soul, Shaped by Faith Pilates Stability Ball, and Shaped by Faith Strength Training. She's the author of Guideposts of this book from Guideposts, but this is an amazing opportunity to talk to a motivational speaker who's nationally certified and fitness professional and the host of her own Shape by Faith radio show in Kentucky. She writes a column for their newspaper back there and she has produced all of this in order to help other people get strengthened, get fit, be able to do the journey they've been put on this planet to do. She's married. She has seven children and 11 grandchildren. This is one guest who has me beat out on numbers there to my six children and seven grandchildren. (laughs) Welcome, Teresa.
2: Thank you so much, Angie. It is a pleasure and an honor to be on your show.
1: Oh, thank you. And I just have to ask you, is the reason you do what you do, like the fellow who is putting in my flooring, To see the transformation in others?
2: You know, that is part of it. I I Mm -hmm. think what drove me to it is when I was a little girl and playing outside in the way that made me feel physically. And I, I think as I got older, I discovered that movement was beneficial and it brought healing to my body in so many ways. And and so it's just an added bonus to get to see that transformation take place in the individual. And I'm not just talking weight loss because that's such a very small part of transformation. That's like the icing on the cake. And um, mm-hmm. but But it's about the spiritual transformation that I get to see and I get to experience with the students that I work with.
1: I think a lot of people forget that or maybe it just doesn't come to mind that our bodies are gifts from God, that it is the only body you have. And in order to do what you're here to do, that body has to work well for you. So, you know, I would love to hear some of your tips for people who are creatives that lead a sedentary life. Like, uh, you know, me. (laughs) Absolutely.
2: Well, I, I would say, do you have five minutes in your day? Do you have five minutes to get physical? And by that, I mean wherever you're at. And, and one of the ways we can do that is to sit on a stability ball. I'm sitting on a stability ball right now. And you wouldn't think that a stability ball would make that much of a difference in your life. But it absolutely does. It, it engages your muscles. It, it helps you with mental clarity. It, um, it helps you with your back and your spine. It takes the pressure off those areas. So I would say if you're spending a lot of time writing at your desk or wherever you write on, you know, with your laptop, I would definitely say go ahead and sit on a stability ball for a week. Give it one week and then see how you feel. I always believe, Angie, that small is better. I Mm -hmm. believe fitness overwhelms people, and I think they have the all-or-nothing mentality. It's in the mindset a lot of times, like, oh, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to go to the gym. Well, you've got your own home or wherever you're at. And and wherever you're at, if you're out of town and you're in a hotel, it, it doesn't matter where you're at. You still need to work on your physical body, but make it simple. Don't complicate things. When I'm working with people that have not worked out in a while, maybe they worked out up until the age of, let's say, 35 and then life happened and, and their children, you know, are evolving and they're spending all their time with them or maybe at work and now they're coming back to fitness. I say to them when they step into my fitness class, I only want you in my class for 10 minutes. Although it's a 60 minute class and you may feel strange exiting, but honestly, I just want you here for 10 minutes. I, w- I want to give your body, um, you know, some foundation that it can work with, or I will tell them go walk for 10 minutes so we can build up your foundation. It's not all or nothing, but little by little, a minute here, a minute there, five minutes here, it all adds up at the end of the day.
1: Mm, I love that. Now, I had heard something, and I want to ask you for a little clarification. If you've never sat on a stability ball, um, is that something you should do eight hours straight? Or is it more something you should do like 10 minutes to then 20 minutes to 30 minutes and build up? Because can't you get pretty sore if you've never done that before?
2: Sure. Um, here's what I do with my senior class, and this is for anyone. Uh, I mm-hmm. will have them take a stability ball for the first time and put it up against the wall. Because a lot of people, they have this fear factor going with the ball that they may fall off or they may not sit on it correctly. So I'll say, okay, put the ball up against the wall. And by the way, the size of the stability ball goes by your height. It's not by the cute color or, you know. <laughs> how, you know <laughs> oh,
1: wait, but it has to match the office. Like, Do I need a red
2: one? Do I need a green one? Now I'm sure you can find your favorite color in the size that you need so it goes by your height. And so I, and then I teach them how to sit on it. I mean, Without knowledge, we're kind of clueless, kind of fumbling around. So I will physically show them. There should be lines on your stability ball. I would suggest you would purchase one with lines on it. So the lines are going vertically. So when you sit down, I talk about engaging your core, bring your belly in. That's another thing we need to discuss. But engage the core, sit down, sit there for a few minutes, and then get back up. Most of the time when the seniors try it for the first time, and that class is 45 minutes, they will use it the entire time, and they are pleasantly surprised. But if you're at home and you're writing, I would say 10 minutes. It has not. I have not heard anyone say that that um, it hurt them or it bothered them. I just heard them say, you know, I've heard them say it. Yes, it challenges my core. But what I said, would I say, sit on it eight hours first time? There is no way. No, just like walking or just getting back into fitness, ten minutes, just like yeah, you said. Yeah, because you let's get fatigued. Out, let's start ten. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm telling you, it just really engages your core and, but it's amazing because 85% of people have some type of back pain that they have either dealt with or they're currently dealing with. And this stability ball will take the pressure off your spine. So I, you know, mm. I have a stability ball at my desk. If the computer guy's coming in to fix my computer, he's looking around like, where's my chair? I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> so everyone everyone has to sit on my stability ball so uh yeah i hope that answered your question
1: it does and i would really like to know um if you have a favorite brand um i would be delighted to share that and uh we have one minute left if you don't have a specific brand we'll we'll find one and put it in the show notes for people um so uh where would we find you online Teresa?
2: com, and I actually do sell, sell a stability ball. Oh, you do? I do. I have a stability ball online. And it's one you can
1: use at the desk? Absolutely. And would you, now, we have 15 it, seconds, would you use the same stability ball to exercise on, or should you have two?
2: No, absolutely, I would use that same ball,
1: yes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you. And we are going to go into this break and we'll be back right after this to get some more tips on having a healthy, creative, physical life with Teresa Rowe. See you in a second.
0: Stay right where you are. There's more lit up right after this.
3: For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
0: We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach.
1: Hi, I'm so glad you could be back with me. I am Angela Breidenbach, and my guest today is Teresa Rowe, and I am having the best time picking her expert brain about how to have physical fitness and creativity keep us going in our chosen paths so this is exciting to me but we had to get out of the last segment and into the commercial and back and i'm just so excited to ask her this question she has to answer for me because i do not know the answer <laughs> so yeah. teresa can you please yeah. tell me what uh if we're using our stability ball at our desk What does it matter or does it matter if it has a ring or a base or no base for sitting in?
2: Okay. Um, I I will give you some different options here. For me personally, with my personality, I like to move around and I like a lot of freedom. I don't like a lot of control. So, I, I like to rock back and forth a little bit on the stability ball when I'm working. It helps my creative juices flow a little bit better. Oh, I I'm do busy. that too. Yeah. <laughs> See? It helps. It helps your brain. But I will say I have used the chair and I have used the base before. There's nothing wrong with them whatsoever. You're still getting the benefit from sitting on a stability ball, but you're not able to rock it or move it side to side. Once, If I'm sitting for five, six hours and I'm riding, my hips have got to move back and forth, and um, I've got to do some calf lifts and move around a little bit. So I guess it depends on your personality and, and what you like as far as to your back and your spine. I believe just the ball itself is so good for us because it trains our spine and our back to stay up nice and tall and extends it. So you'll notice if you're slumping, you'll definitely notice that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely it. have noticed that that one is really interesting. And because, um, I had I've had different stability balls over time break um, humorously because my teenage boys at the time decided it was the best thing to play with outside and it hit the hits thorns and exploded and of course that's when I found out they were playing with my stability ball outside <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> It was it's this fine. massive it's explosion and rubber going everywhere but oh, uh, yeah. finding that. I, I like you, I like to do that, you know, movement, but I wondered if some people, if they don't have a good sense of balance or something, maybe they should use the, the chair style one, but I think some so. of those chairs, well, they
2: can, oh, they could put it up against the wall, you know, if, if they, they, they can do their desk
1: there or something like that. True. Yeah.
2: That's
4: true. <laughs>
1: But I would think that if let's say you work in a day job where you sit and then you come home and you want to write or you want to create something that means you have to sit, um, that I would think that you could possibly even ask your your boss at work if you could use some sort of that. And they might even provide it because they're so into um, ergonomic and protection of employees for their health that they might actually provide it at work for somebody. You know, but now you just said, had, I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: I've had several students actually do what you just said, what you suggested. Oh, really? And they, yes, and they love it. And also, some schools in this area have also incorporated for children the smaller stability laws really? for the kids.
1: Oh, how so about that? Train your child yeah. early. Train them up in the way they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it, right? There you go. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so fantastic. Okay. So um, your website is shaped by faith. Why do you combine faith with fitness?
2: That's an excellent question. And to answer it, I I would have to share a little bit of my testimony. God put me right where I was when I was teaching a fitness class. I had moved back from Omaha, Nebraska to Kentucky. I'd gone through open heart surgery for congenital um, heart defect i had a big gaping hole in my heart actually three and um, moved back to kentucky after the surgery i'm teaching a fitness class and this lady comes up to me in my class after it and asks if she can pray with me and for me to hear that that was a bizarre language because at the time nobody had asked me that question i was 26 the lady um shows up at my home later that afternoon because I politely refused prayer, if you can believe that. And uh, she wow. showed up and let me, she, yes, yeah, she let me know that she needed to be obedient to God. And, you know, I look back on that time and I'm like, God pursues us. He, he absolutely pursues us and he sends people our way. Well, that day when she left my home, she prayed with me a brief prayer. She left. I totally surrendered everything to God that I knew how. And so the next day when I walked in to teach my fitness class, I basically said, you know, does anyone have a prayer request? I couldn't believe I was saying it. I, and you know, when you're thinking and you're talking at the same time, you're like, I can't believe I just said that. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, now what am I going to do? Because I had not prayed with anyone out loud before ever. And so Two ladies raised their hands, and I'm sweating before I teach my class. I'm nervous. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What? And all I heard God say was, open your mouth, and I will speak. And, you know, I heard that deep in my heart, and I stumbled a little bit, and I did the best I could. But from that day forward, I, I let God know that I love you, and I will do whatever it takes to help others understand that this just isn't about fitness. It's all about you. And um, as I began to read His Word, and I realized that we're supposed to honor God with our bodies, and so I asked Him to show me how to do that and how to teach it. And He has, and and I'm still learning, I have not arrived at all, and some days I feel like I know nothing, but (laughs) each day, each day that I teach, I get the honor and the privilege to bring the message of Christ to the group of ladies, and the fitness classes are totally different than a secular class. I, I've been in both arenas, and I mm-hmm. I love both. But but this one that I'm in right now, since I've been 26, it's um, it's it, it's incredible. I, I can't even explain it because it's like a supernatural strength that overcomes you and his peace and there's so many broken people there's there's so many people depressed there's so many people that have lost a child there's so many people that have lost parents and they're in my class they're right there in front of me hurting people and when you bring the word of God with a squat or a lunge and you allow God to speak through you and into the hearts of the people in front of you that's when healing occurs and that's what drives me that's what motivates me it's it's not really even about exercise for me anymore it's about that supernatural strength that god will give to his people and and so that's what i'm doing and each day is different each class is different i can't imitate what i said yesterday you know i have mm-hmm. to just be real with who i am today and and i share my mistakes and um past Failures, I have plenty of them to share, but I also share them in a way that lets them know that they can go through those times and come out on the other side because we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who strengthens us.
1: I think it's a really crucial thing to share that we have failures as well Um, because if somebody sees you as super successful and super capable and super perfect, um, in my book, Gems of Wisdom, The Treasure Experience, I go through a time when I was absolutely humiliated in front of a crowd and it was because I'm also a professional singer. But I was giving that gift to God at church by being um, an assistant minister, which is in the Lutheran church is a litur- uh does liturgy, right? Um, I go to churches all over the world, all different denominations, and I adore the experience of that. But in my church, uh, because I had been trained, I was really doing too well. And so it was really hard for me to even take a Sunday off because there was no one else that would um, take that Sunday and do the liturgy. And what happened was the very first Sunday of Advent, and this is in this is in my book Gems of Wisdom. The very first Sunday of Advent, I have all of these different liturgies memorized, right? And yeah. it, this particular. Advent that they had chosen to do this particular music for. And I love Advent, by the way. It's the time coming into Christmas that we anticipate the Lord's coming. And yes. I started to sing. And they both, the past liturgy started on the same F note on the keyboard. And mm-hmm. she just played it. Then I would sing it a cappella. I sang the wrong phrase. And she stopped. The pianist stopped. And she she looked at me, nodded. And I said, "Oh, got this, got this, no problem." I looked at the music in front of me, and because you know you go through the book and did it again, and it was still the wrong song. And she stopped, oh. and I'm at this point turning really red. And then I I said, "I'm sorry, folks. Let's just try that one more time." And no kidding. I sang the exact same phrase I had just sung twice before because it triggered a mental um, muscle memory. And I couldn't get it out of there. So finally, she stood up at the piano and she said, I'm going to play this through with you. And here's the whole (laughs) congregation, a couple hundred people sitting there. I uh, just wanted to go under the I wanted to melt under the altar. I was humiliated. And so yeah. she played it with me, and I finally got singing it along. And here's what came out of that. The, the fact that I could not take Sundays off changed immediately. Right after that service, the worship minister had a line of people that were willing to, to do liturgy because they saw I wasn't perfect. And, yes, yeah. we can practice, and, yes, we have muscle memory, and, yes, we do things right, you know, often – But when we as human beings screw up, it shows someone else you don't have to be perfect. And there's opportunity. And I think that's an important concept that translates to what if I go into an exercise class and I'm not perfect and they all are? What do you think?
2: Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I think we should share our stories and and our mishaps and how we got through them with grace you know, through God's grace. Yes.
1: Yes. And the fact that, like you said, little by little, it's in small steps forward. Because um, if if you take those small steps, you know, for me, getting my habit back, doing um, Shaped by Faith, 10 Secrets to Strengthening Your Body and Soul, reading your book right now is about getting my habit back after craziness has happened in my life from injuries and uh, remodel taking over my house, disrupting life for the last couple of months and injuries for the last couple of years. How do I get that healthy life back? Stay right where you
0: are. There's more Lit Up right after this.
3: Get ready to live La Bella Vita with Dawn Catherine. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through Today's Note to Self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
0: We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host,
1: Angela Breidenbach. I am so delighted to have Teresa Rowe with us here. And we're talking about Shaped by Faith, 10 Secrets to Strengthening Your Body and Soul. And um, you can follow Teresa on Twitter, at Teresa L. Rowe. And she spells her name T-H-E-R-E-S-A, the capital l Row, capital R O W E. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Ange Breidenbach, B R E I D E N B A C H. You can also follow um, Teresa on Instagram at shapedbyfaith.com. So, Teresa, I would love to hear not only some of the 10 secrets that are in your book, but I'd also love you to add in some tips on um, those of us who are aging. Um, how do we build this habit of exercise so that we have a stronger body throughout the rest of our lives? And then maybe we have time in the show. We'd, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what about recovering from injury. So go ahead and just take it away.
2: Absolutely. Well, I can address actually um, rebuilding after injury. And I could start there because uh, okay. I had... A- second open heart surgery when I was 44. And, you know, it didn't affect my legs, for sure. Um, it, it slowed me down. It affected my upper body. It affected my shoulders. It was a lengthy surgery. It was nine hours long. So I came back after four weeks thinking, oh, everything's going to be great. You know, we're going to pick these weights up and we're going to go with this. Um, they they did not send me to cardio rehab at all. They said you're good to go. You'll you'll just have to make up your own. And so I remember that. First that's a little crazy. Back. Oh yeah, it was. It, it absolutely was. They tested me on the treadmill, and that's how um you know they tested me. And they said if you can go this amount of time, you're fine. And I you know and that convinced me. And and plus a lot of times. Angie, I don't listen to doctor's
1: advice and I kinda do what I feel
2: <laughs> my body <laughs> um wants to do. I've had lots of But injuries, when you're in I pain
1: I and you have stitches or staples or whatever, you know, having been there so recently, sure. I think that's easily what stops somebody from wanting to work out because it's like, Ow Absolutely. is it safe? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you and that's why I think we need, you know, those yeah. those rehab times because they give us the opportunity to say, no, that is safe, do that, or no, that's not. You know,
2: absolutely. You need you need to go to if you need to go to rehab, you need to do that. You need to let when your doctor says you're clear to come back
1: to exercise, you also
2: need to do that. But um, what I did was I started back with no strength training whatsoever. I just imitated the moves. For instance, if I was going to do a bicep curl with weights, I would imitate that I had weights in my hands and curl them. Um I, I would start with walking, I would walk, I would um then just do things like uh what was hard for me was my shoulders. My shoulders were in pain, a lot of pain oh. from the surgery. Yeah. It was like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. So I would you know, breathe, your breathing is so important when you're exercising and it helps you to stay focused. I would bring my arms up over my head because I remember the first couple of weeks, my daughter had to shampoo my hair for me in the shower. And that was so humiliating Mm -hmm. for me, because I couldn't even bring my arms up, but just, carefully bringing those arms up over the head for people that have had um you know breast cancer and they've had reconstruction right there Um, i'm also certified for that but just really teaching women how to bring their arms and then up over the head And and honestly, you have to do it even when it hurts a little bit in order for Mm -hmm. your body to move through that. Now, I'm not talking about constant pain where it stops you, just like you're uncomfortable doing something like that. But for someone who has not been an exercise for a while I would say walk I, I really would start them there if you if there's an indoor track or if it's beautiful out you can go out there and walk for 10 minutes and I would do that three times a week for a couple of weeks and then I would add on like my third week I would go for 15 minutes and then add on fourth week go for can you go 20 minutes you know um, men lose weight rather quickly because they burn 600 more calories than we females do a day just because they're men it's really has to do with their testosterone levels so when my husband wanted to lose some weight because he had higher cholesterol um he walked down to our mailbox and back for one month and lost 18 pounds and i'm like oh for pete's be sake <laughs> I'm like, why don't you just go around the house twice and you'll lose 20 But I mean, females do, I will say they do have more of a challenge than men when it comes to losing weight because of the testosterone level. But I would encourage you to walk and then I think the stretch band does wonderful things for our body and the stability ball. The stretch band where you can do some exercises for your upper body and your lower body. Pilates exercises, I'm telling you, if you're coming back off an injury, they are the exercises because most people can do Pilates exercises and they can modify. Modification is the key. You know, don't compare yourself to someone else. I think that's really hard for females. Do not compare yourself to yourself. 20 years ago, I used to do this or I used to be at this level. Don't even do that to yourself because you're beating yourself up like, Lord, this is where I'm at right here. And I need you to help strengthen my body. And he will. He absolutely will. And I mean, I'm in my 50s, and I'm telling you, you can come back from an injury, but it takes discipline. It's not going to come easy. It's going to take that focused discipline. It's going to be, I'm going to mark on my calendar that I'm going to walk three times a week, and I'm going to plan it like a meeting. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to stick to it, and I'm going to spend this time with God as I'm walking. So it's just starting there, starting basic and simple everyone needs strength training everyone needs balance training balance training could be i'm going to sit on a stability ball for five minutes today and i'm going to engage my core and i when i go out and speak to groups of people i love teaching them the belly scoop and that's where you pull in your belly button and then you sit up tall and you're kind of scooping your belly inward and so i call it the belly scoop and um, I try and maintain that all day long from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. Does it happen all the time? No. There's times I notice, oh, my gosh, my posture, you know, I'm, I'm slacking a little bit. But the reason for the belly scoop, the reason to hold in the abdominals is because our core, that's our abdominals, it connects our upper and our lower body together. And God designed it to support So the core is our basic support. It's our foundation in our body. So if we let our belly out, it's going to put pressure on our low back, our spine, our hips, and people are going to start noticing my hips hurt. I've got this psychic nerve thing going on, my even shoulders and upper body, because if your belly's not pulled in, your posture and your spine are out of alignment. So I think a lot of times if someone could just look at their posture in the mirror and just see if your shoulders are even. If you're holding in that belly, try it for two minutes. You know, I tell people when you're driving in a car, bring that belly button in towards the back of the seat. Just bring it in and practice that while you're driving and practice your deep breathing. So start out simple and then just progress as your body can do things.
1: I think that's some great (laughs) advice. So if you, um, if you didn't have one of the things I'm thinking about, um, while reading your book, I emailed a bunch of my writer friends and I said, I work out at home. I have a workout room that used to be one of my kids' rooms and I have an elliptical, I have a stability ball, I have stretch bands, I have some hand weights that I just bought at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I have, you know, uh, and I have a fluidity bar. That I bought um, and I love my fluidity bar because I love ballet and having had both shoulder and foot surgery from car accident and uh, falling on a treadmill, believe it or not, uh, it's really difficult to make myself want to go in there and do things right now because I've gotten out of the habit and some of the stuff, I'm fully healed. I've gone through rehab. I am totally ready, but I'm not what I was um, 10 years ago. And so that, like you said, has sat in my mind and I just love the tips that you've given us so far. But what I did this morning, and I think part of it was anticipation of our interview. And I think that was a really, that was a really good thing. Um, but what I did was I emailed some of my writer friends and I said, I work it at home. Because I don't want to go spend half an hour in and half an hour back, plus the time to change and shower and blah, blah, blah. Two hours or more is gone in a day if I'm trying to go to a gym. And that's a lot of time. So at home, I can do it differently. And so what I did was I emailed them and I said, who would like to be in an accountability team with me? So that we and we're deciding right now whether we're going to text each other, whether we're going to have a secret, you know, Facebook group or whether we're just going to email, you know, because you can have a little email chain going on yeah. what we're going to do. But I did that this morning because I've been thinking about it. But I honestly think that knowing you were going to be on the show with me today gave me that desire to take action. So in in the next segment, I want to talk with you about how to really dive into that desire to take action and how to make that action happen. Because I think that for me, I felt like there was a deadline today when, when you were coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny cause I've, yeah. I've done a lot of this and, and I actually was a, a head coach at a gym here in, in Missoula that gym uh, closed when, when the owner retired. But That was exactly the same time I had my major car accident. So I'm on the comeback from injury and I'm in my fifties too. So I'm not really liking um, what gravity does to our bodies. And particularly if we don't exercise regularly. So having you on the show is pretty special to me.
2: (laughs) Well, we all need that accountability group or person or partner. And that's absolutely true. So for me, it's my students. For my students, it's, it's the people in the class, you know. So and, and there's a gazillion things you can do in your home. But it's great that you connected with your friends to make each of you accountable. That's exactly what we should be doing, lifting one another up and encouraging one another.
1: I agree, and we are going to go into a break, but I want you all to know that you can find Teresa Rowe at ShapedByFaith.com. On Facebook, she's just under Teresa Rowe, and that's R-O-W-E, and my name is Angela Breidenbach, and you can find me at AngelaBreidenbach.com, and on social media, including Facebook, at Ange Breidenbach, A-N-G-B-R-E-I-D-E-N-B-A-C-H, and we will be back right after this message.
0: Stay right where you are. There's more Lit Up right after this.
3: Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into if you enjoy traveling and food and family all with an Italian flair, then you can live la bella vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Tonynet.com.
4: Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas and inspirations her guests include quilt pattern designers authors quilt shop owners and our editors all quilters just like you call in with your questions get quilting tips from industry experts learn about free patterns hear behind the scenes stories from our magazines american patchwork and quilting quilt sampler and quilts and more get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in north america To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything.
0: We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach.
1: One of the things I think has been so important is taking that desire or that drive to work out. Um, We all know we need to do it, but it feels like work. It feels uh, overwhelming. And so, uh, Teresa, can you share with us um, how do we actually put our plan into action and make it happen?
2: Yes. We have to want to change and transform I think it's a, a nice idea when when we have it floating around in our brain yes I need to do that or not you know I need to do this but it's a matter of disciplining the mind it, it's an exercise in the mind and and we all have heard Romans 12:2 that says don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. There's days I wake up, Angela, and I'm like, I don't want to go teach my fitness class. I just want to stay home and drink my coffee and, you know, kind of do what I want to do today. And God reminds me, you know, to discipline my body. and, And I ask him to help me. So it's in the mind. And so in those days, I will say, Lord, Please dismantle and disarm all these negative thoughts that I have in my mind. And please help me, Father, to take care of this body that you've given me. You know, God gave me this visual. Um, when I was a single mom um, and I had a piece of junk car, uh, I remember specifically taking really good care of that car, even though it didn't look good. Like the, the inside of the car, the ceiling was falling down, and I had to safety pin it up. And God reminded me, I gave you this car when you lost everything, I gave you a car, I gave you a place to live, even though it wasn't the, you know, best place to live, I gave you, now how are you going to take care of the the small things that I've given you? And so I think about our bodies like that, like, how am I going to turn my body back in to God? I know it's going to be transformed, and I know it's going to be different, but I need to honor God by taking care of what he's given me, and he's given me this physical body. So that is what motivates me to keep moving, even if I don't feel like it. And and we're not going to feel like it a lot of days. I remind myself of who I am and whose I belong to, and that we are to serve God with excellence in every single area of our life, not just a few. So our physical bodies are part of that. I mean, we're spirit we're mind soul and we're body so all three of those areas need to be fit for christ so mm. that's what motivates me and it's not about me it's not about what i feel like doing and don't doing it is being obedient to god am i going to be obedient to god in that area of my life or am i just gonna you know god is okay you don't care he does care he cares, mm-hmm. you know. If we well, care,
1: everybody likes to refer to the um, the Proverbs thirty one woman, and in those verses, God tells us that she did strengthen her body, you know. Absolutely. And it's I think about that, and I think, wow, the the part of that that gets me. I'm I'm naturally a night owl. And the part of that that gets me is that she got up early before the sun, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Somebody yeah, freed me up yeah. once when I was talking to them about that. You know, we are naturally made to be either. You know, our our bodies circadian rhythms. Some people are morning people. Some people are afternoons. Some people are night owls. And yeah, uh, the the friend I was talking to clued me in. That uh, what they were saying, what that was saying was she got up and got done what she needed to get done to prepare for her day. It, you know, it doesn't matter if you are doing that at three in the afternoon or at three in the morning. You know, the point is that you you start your day off being obedient and doing it right. And so that's where I think it's really crucial that we don't get caught up in the Minutia of the perfection of oh wait a minute the sun's already risen I've already screwed up you know what I mean
2: yes I do you know I'm an early bird type of girl Um, even when I was younger I I couldn't even do slumber parties because I'm out by by 10 p.m. I mean it doesn't matter I mean I'm tired I'm done so 5 a.m. I'm up and I'm spending time with God. and I'm drinking my coffee, and I would do that when my children were in the home. They're all grown now and out of the home, praise God. But
4: mm-hmm. I in the
1: home. that's how we got our workout rooms in our offices, yes. right? Oh my god, being empty oh nesters. But I would get
2: up and and I would spend my a spiritual quiet time with God, I needed that quiet time with him for some people it 's like that 's their time they need to exercise and and they need to get up. It takes sacrifice, but we 're supposed to be presenting our bodies as living sacrifices to god so it 's not going to be easy. it will be a challenge, but with God helping, it will happen and I always ask people, can you look beyond where you 're at right now? Can you call upon the name of the Lord and and ask Him to show you those great and mighty things that He's going to do in your life, just like Jeremiah thirty three three says. I love and, that
3: verse. and you
2: can't, you yes, you can't look at your current circumstance. You have got to look beyond. On I'm going to be spiritually fit, so I can do this and help these people over here, and so I can go and do this, and you know, so I can be strong and do those things because we have to have endurance when you're out and about. You have to have endurance, and that comes from, you know, exercise and eating right as well. We all have to eat right. Uh, you know, we, we can't dismiss that. Our eating has to line up. We can't exercise five hours a day and then eat junk food and expect everything to be great. So, you know. You want to know what I I did,
1: I'm i doing right now? Um, <laughs> what? This It's on the eating right thing, okay? So, uh, a lot of our listeners know That I have been going through a major kitchen remodel. My husband saved money for years as a surprise. I had no idea he was doing this. Mm. But I whined and complained about the kitchen (laughs) for years. (laughs) I admit it. It was wrong. But I did it. And my husband heard me. And he did not say that he heard me. He just acted quietly. And he saved money. And so he, the kitchen's being remodeled. So during this, we've gone from having no stove to having just a microwave, to going over to our kid's house, to going to a friend's house to eat, to getting takeout. But I, again, had gotten off of my habit of eating right. And my eating right included a lot more veggies um, than I had been grown up. Veggies, when I grew up, were a condiment. They were really pretty on your plate, but you just didn't really eat them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And so what I have now, my new commitment is I have to eat something um, green and healthy with my breakfast. And I, I eat eggs a lot because it's a very pure, really good protein.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: surprise, they have rediscovered eggs. Oh, no, all these studies. But like oh, no. this morning, I had made a huge batch of um, sauteed green beans with olive oil and garlic and a little bit of balsamic last night for dinner. And we had some grilled steaks and green beans. No carbs, just the way it was last night. Um, And this morning, I had a bunch of those green beans left over. So I just lightly warmed those up, and I made two eggs. And I had eggs and green beans for breakfast. Now, that sounds sounds really, really strange, strange, right?
2: (laughs) No, I would eat it. I would eat it, without a doubt. I'm I'm telling you, our eating is so it is so important to our physical health. I wanted to add something else to cuz you reminded me of something um what your husband did. He he was saving up that money so so you could have your new kitchen. It reminded me and and I tell people this, go to the secret place with God. Don't tell anybody what you're doing. For, for instance, when my husband uh gave up smoking 5 years ago, he had tried so many years beforehand he didn't smoke in the home he didn't smoke in you know the car but he smoked outside and so he went to the lord and i didn't even know he was trying to quit this time around 3 weeks later after he had quit i noticed that he wasn't going outside and i said have you quit smoking and he said yes about 3 weeks ago and You know, like a light bulb went off. When we take it to God, it's just us and God. He will do the unbelievable in us. He will do the work. And so I tell Mm -hmm. people when they're struggling with weight loss, don't tell everyone you're trying to lose weight. Don't do it. You just go to God and you do what needs to be done. And if you need my help, I'll be more than glad to help you. And I'm not going to announce it. But I think that secret place, Angela, is important Mm -hmm. to go to. Yeah, I I think think it it is too. I
1: think it was a real eye opener for me when he told me that he had done that and we were ready to have a new kitchen. It was very humbling. And as a wife, it was amazing. But I think there's a time when you reveal and there's a time, you know, um, Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything under heaven. And sometimes there's things to be kept to yourself. And for me, that changeover of having vegetables with my breakfast is helping me in, like you said earlier in the show, do things in a small way. And I want to point out to folks, if you... I have enjoyed listening to Lit Up Today with Teresa Rowe. Um, I'd also like to invite you to listen to last week's show with Grace Fox, where we tackled uh, moving from fear into freedom. So that one is a really great opportunity to learn more. But Teresa, you have been such an amazing guest. I hope that our listeners are as inspired by you as I am. I am delighted to have your book and your DVDs to be able to work out with. And we can find those things where? We have two minutes.
2: They're on shapebyfaith.com. I also have a Facebook page under Shape by Faith and a personal page under Teresa Rowe. And like you said, Instagram as well and Twitter. So please follow me if you need
1: help. Just connect with me on
2: Facebook. I'll be glad to help
1: you out. I am so delighted, and I've started connecting with Teresa, and you'll hear more from Teresa and I in the future, but I really am excited that you joined us. Teresa Rowe, Shaped by Faith, 10 Secrets to Strengthening Your Body and Soul, and you can find her at shapedbyfaith.com. And my name is Angela Breidenbach, and you can find me and my books at AngelaBreidenbach.com. And I really hope that you'll be back with us in the future as we do what we are meant to do as creatives, and that is transform our lives and the lives of others through the gifts and the creativity that God has placed inside of us. So thank you, Teresa, so much for being with me.
2: Oh, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the opportunity. And again, it was an honor and it's very humbling. So thank you, Angela.
1: Thank you. And listeners, you are loved. And thank you for being with us here on our show, Lit Up, because we want you to be able to do what you are made to do. Have a lucrative career. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on Lit Up. Light up your literary world. Extend your imagination. Enhance your life. Lit up. We'll be back next week with another great conversation. Join us, won't you? Right here on Lit Up. Yeah,
3: there's no place I'd rather be.